have a second chance. I am not gonna waste it. He said the age of heroes would never come again. Fighting the devil and his army. You know, I don't care how many demons he's fought and how many hells. He's never fought us united. It's time to stand, fight. The time is now. Welcome back, folks, for the day the Lord has made. Zack Snyder, we, shit, I don't even know where I'm starting here. We are, unfortunately, we are not reviewing Immediately Coming to America. Instead, we will be reviewing Zack Snyder's Justice League, the four-hour, two-minute extended edition released on HBO Max this past Thursday. It sure was extended. Yes, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it was. And um, a lot of that was very necessary. Also, quite a bit of that was unnecessary. Not quite oh, a bit, but some but, of uh, what's, uh, what's the name of the show? Oh, shit. Yeah. We are um, this great podcast, you know, to wonderful Black men. And you're listening to this great show called Words from Blurs. Blurs. I am JT, and reviewing with me on the other end of the spectrum is a do. Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Hold on, just a second. Uh, just make Because sure, I don't think my mic is plugged And folks, in. we have not had a con With almost every single review, just like this one, we have not had a conversation about this movie at all. We're, we're, you're hearing our conversation about the movie for the first time, just like we're having it for the first time. So, um... I have no idea how Adu feels about the movie. I don't even know if he thought it was better or if he thought it wasn't necessary at all. I, I don't know. Uh, this is what we're here to find out. Yeah. Um, so just to, just to start out, you know, usually we go, you know, scene for scene with our reviews. But since the movie is an extended version of a movie that's already been doing that. And yeah, yeah, you, you you guys have probably already seen the original movie, so the, pl the plot itself hasn't changed too much. There's been some things added to it, but more or less, the plot is pretty much the same. So you know what? Why, why, don't, you, why don't you start with just your overall feelings of the movie? Nothing specific yet. Just Yeah, yeah. Overall feelings, I think this movie, I think this was uh, a great move, at least for HBO Max. And uh, I'm glad Zack Snyder got to see his vision come to reality i don't i mean i honestly uh i think a lot of it definitely made the story very much more coherent like even more so than the extended edition or the ultimate edition of bbs that movie became more coherent but this movie with the four-hour runtime you understood so much more so many more things made sense so many uh, care. You understood a lot more of the characters um, and their motivations and lack thereof. And also, you get to see the the a uh, the stark contrast for the most part between what we got in 2017 with Justice League and what Zach's original vision was. I I I I shit. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I it wasn't great. It wasn't great by, you know, by, it wasn't A. It wasn't A plus, no. But it definitely was, I think, the better of the Zack Snyder um, movies that he's directed for DC. Here we go. Fuck me. Yeah, here we here go. We go. <laughs> well, I'd, uh, I'd have to say that I pretty much 100% agree. <laughs> what? Yeah, I uh, I actually liked it, man. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I was. I was surprised as you. Yeah, yeah. I was. I'm like. I'm watching. I'm like, yo. I think I like this, huh? You know. And it's, it's <laughs> yo, yeah. half frozen over. It does. This is a new day. Yeah. What? 
yeah man like that ass i'm like yeah this I'm, I'm 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 actually i'm getting into it which you know even uh the original see the thing is with uh the the weed and cut of justice league it was like i mean you know it was all right but i i never felt the need it was to ever, so ever so far yeah i didn't feel the need to ever watch it again yeah know? it was the movie you say damn that that end game was a real event maybe i'll maybe i'll watch it tonight no it wasn't it wasn't that it was you, you don't even you, if I go on HBO Max, I immediately scroll past the weed and cut of Justice League. I I don't even I don't even look at the DC movies on HBO Max because it left such a bad taste in my mouth. So much of it made no sense. So much of it you could tell there was there was further context mm-hmm. that we got in this in the Snyder cut that was sorely la- like I can't believe some of the shit that they cut. But also, in, in terms of Zach, I don't know how the fuck he thought that this was going to be a theatrical release ever. Well, if you remember when they first announced it, it he said like they kept going back and forth. Two parts. Yeah, it was going to be two parts, and I see why. Uh, but even but and and I said that when we were talking about it before. But the way he's been talking about this movie, he made it seem like this was part one, not one and two. Like it was just part I mean, one. Well, he put it out on streaming. So, like, you you can decide if you want to watch it in parts or not, right? So that's probably why he was like, you know, just put it out all together. It's, you know, the, I mean, the viewers at home can decide whether they want to split it up or not. So it's like, okay, I kind of get that. And if, if it was in theaters, he'd have to, like, put two parts because it's, it's too long. It's He would have, he I, think, I think a lot of the movie could have definitely been shaved down not a lot. Yeah. I think some of the movie could have been shaved down because it was a lot of those tracking shots and a lot Bruh. of shots that did, I think were unnecessary. Bruh. Let me tell you. Look, okay, so this was definitely the better out of the three Snyder movies. Y'all already know how I feel about Man of Steel. I didn't really like BBS too much, but just th- this this one was definitely out of the three. I really liked it, and like if you... Zack Snyder has a lot of like tropes and things he likes to do in his movies. And if you don't, slow-mo. Yeah, slow-mo. Tracking shots. Tracking tra- muted colors, things like that. And if you're not a fan of that, this probably isn't going to change your mind. But like, especially in the first half, there was so much shit he could have edited, man. Like, why is it taking five minutes for, for Aquaman just to go into the water? Why? Why? Why is there like a music video every three minutes playing the whole the whole song? Well, like, that that's gotta, his background. You gotta cut that stuff down, man. That's where he comes from. He comes from the music video world, but I'm not surprised because like. But I, I would say that his storytelling is definitely much more fleshed out in this movie. Like it is. It's definitely that's a whole lot better. It's fucking, there were so many it bits and pieces. Like I said, from from this movie, that when added to the context of of this of the few scenes that we didn't actually kept from that uh, kept from Zach, my God, it made it make so much more sense. Batman, for one, wasn't fucking trying to quip like Tony Stark. He 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 had a a couple. He he still had a couple. It was cut down, but he you know you know every now and then. You know, freaking and. I I have to agree. I think that the Flash and Cyborg were the core emotional hearts of this movie. Yeah, they I loved their character arcs. I really did. I really liked the character arcs in the movie. They both, I mean, this is not really a spoiler. They both, because common with every superhero, they both have parental issues that lead them to the path that they're currently on. One one much more severe than the other, and one much more absent than the other. I mean, well, I guess technically it's a lot of absence on both sides from their parents, if you really think about it. Yeah, but like it's different because one, it's because, you know, his dad's in jail for a crime he didn't commit. But even then, he still like visits him, so, you know. He yeah, but imagine he was nine years old. He couldn't visit his dad until he was at least 18, so or however old Barry was when his mom died, so he had all that, you know, that length of time where he probably didn't get to see his dad and then with cyborg they used one of my least favorite movie tropes oh the parents too busy to you know spend time with the kids it's like nigga he's out there do you want do, do you like the house you live in 
right, then stop whining about him being at work. But but they even call but even Cyborg called that out when he said when he was driving with his mom, you know, that's probably he was like, you know, dad, yeah, you're saying dad is busy stuck in the lab somewhere. He can't come to my fucking football games. Yeah, you both have the exact same job and you find the time did, to come. Did she did she have the exact same job? I mean, in the comic books, they're both scientists. In the books. I mean, and she, but she called herself a doctor. Okay, she, well, she could be a medical doctor. Either way, their doc doctors have have very stringent schedules. Man, they might have different schedules though, bro. Like, yeah, stop if, your if she's a medical doctor, he's lucky she's able to come at all. Hey, if he's a man, scientific doctor, that man is working, probably finding all types of new elements and like working with fucking alien organisms and shit. Leave that. Look, look he's working. All right, it is what it is. You, you, you sometimes you gotta take take the L. He's too busy. It's it's a high school football game. Like come, like bro, you know, like come on, bro. Like it's, he has a decent excuse. I feel like anyway, but you know, I still like this character arc. And I like that you know they made Cyborg a hacker beforehand, so he kind of already had this yeah. this knowledge. Well, actually, I don't know. I feel like it would have been much more interesting to see if he didn't have the knowledge. Now that I'm thinking about it. Because he has all the knowledge of hacking and being able to change somebody's grades. Like, what if he's just a regular person coming into this this knowledge of being able to control the world's like infrastructure, basically? Like, how do you how do you cope with going from being a regular dude who has who's never hacked or anything in your life to just being this fully sentient hybrid of of a machine? I agree. Yeah, that would that would have been pretty interesting to see him like deal with that instead of him already kind of having the knowledge to begin with. But either way, I mean, I think this movie definitely um, gave us great performances from both Ezra Miller and Ray Fisher. I have uh, with the uh, I, I the Flash was still annoying as shit to me. I didn't he think was he was so that annoying. annoying. He I mean, the shit out of me. and 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 the first cut, well, the not the first cut, the theatrical cut. He was much more of a um of a coward to me. He he seemed less like less less of a coward in this movie, and that's what I looked. What I liked. He was kind of a creep in this movie. I mean, that, with that the Irish scene, yeah, and movie, yeah, I'm like, I I definitely, I mean, but they were both looking at each other, so it was mutual. That was nigga. She, he's moving at light speed. She don't even know what's going on. That nigga's like touching her hair and shit. Nah. Oh yeah, and I, 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 it was a little weird. This man's grabbing a hot dog out of air. I thought he was about to like do some weird shit. I was like, "What's like, that doing that hot dog, Barry?" Same thought went through my mind. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what's, "What's he about to do with that? What's going on here?" But yeah, and, and I just I don't know. I I do not like the way. The DCEU Barry is written, man. He's, he's just mad annoying to me. And he's not really that funny either. Like, if you could offset the, the annoying personality with, like, being funny, all right? But he's not even really that funny either. I mean, no, he's not that funny. But I think he's much more palatable than he was in the first, than the theatrical release. Yeah, he was. And, and he did we... have that really, really fucking cool scene. Which the one with the iris or the one with the, towards the end? Towards the end. Yeah, well, I, like I said, I've I, I think I've been saying this for a while. I've really been looking forward to how Zach envisioned the Speed Force because I know we didn't really get much of it in the theatrical release, and that final scene with with the where the Flash is doing what he's doing. Whew, I was like, yeah. Yeah, this, the way the way this Flash movie is about to be set up, bro. I'm hoping it's better writing, and he's he's much more equipped. Well, I was equipped. He's funnier, and he's more digestible, palatable to you. I already am okay with him, but I, I hope that they definitely build his character and make him likable, more likable. At least get him some damn friends. I mean, shit. Well, he don't need no Cisco. He definitely don't need no Cisco. I like Cisco, man. Give him a Cisco. Sit- Nah, nah, fuck that. He don't need no Cisco. Not every superhero needs a team of one smart person who does the technology, one smart person who does like chemical shit. Like, I, no. Oh, like, can we? Speaking of which, since Barry was able to build his own suit, I mean, he's got to be uh, pretty fucking smart himself, huh? I mean, I was, I would imagine his speed with his 
intelligence. With his speed came like faster intelligence or higher intelligence, higher right. IQ. You know, yeah, because she that's they've even done that in the books because you can like read shit real fast and absorb. Yeah, it. so I imagine he probably he probably has a higher IQ just because he's so fast. He can read shit on a on a fly like that. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, th- this this movie wasn't um it wasn't perfect. No. Uh I, I do have some complaints. Do do you want to do you want to start with your flaws or um, no, I'll let you go ahead. Okay. So First off, the music choices they were they were kind of obvious when you when you listen to the lyrics. This is Zack Snyder. They were very. It was, he chose the most obvious songs you could. At one I, point, I, man, he was. I, I I swear, like they was. It was like the Aquaman joint, and he was like talking about water or fish or something. I I don't even remember what the lyrics were. I just remember thinking, "Yo, these lyrics are like mad obvious." Did they make this song for the movie? Like what when you talk when you talk about music, though, I did have one complaint about the music. What? The fucking constant singing when Wonder Woman would fucking appear. Oh my god! The, the... That's the I don't even I can't even replicate it. It was so annoying. Like, damn, what happened to her original theme? I will take that. Like, I like her theme as is the the, uh, the singing guitar joint. Yeah, the dun, 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 dun. yeah. I don't. I don't. They should have put that in '84. Honestly. Yeah, they they wore it down in '84, but I I just I I thought that was super annoying. I thought it was an odd choice. Like, and she appeared so much. Like every time she would appear, that singing would go on. I was like, oh. Oh, Diana's there, clearly. Um, Heroes Killing. So, I know, I know, we've had this debate before. It, it makes, I don't know, man, I just, I don't really like seeing my superheroes kill. I, like, when, with, like that scene with Wonder Woman, right? With the, with the, uh, the uh, suicidal terrorists. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I went back and forth in my head, because I'm like, okay, on one hand, they are terrorists. And like they're ready to die. So like, and Diane, she's a warrior. I mean, one of her weapons is a fucking sword. She's not gonna like smack someone with a sword. She's slicing with that motherfucker. So it's like, okay, I don't really have an issue with Wonder Woman killing, but like, I don't know. Part of me is like, should she she be killing like regular people though? I don't know. I, I go back and forth with it. I'm, I'm not really sure how I feel about that one. Like you compare it to the opening scene in Wonder Woman 84, right? She ain't kill them robbers. She just, you know, tied them up, beat them. It was quick, wasn't no issue. But like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel, I feel mixed about that one. Oh, and you know her big like finishing move where she like clangs the braces together. Yeah. She obliterated the shit out of that one guy. I don't think she. I, well, yo, and that's what I was about to say. I was like, I thought that shit was just kind of like to push somebody back a little bit. Yeah. I didn't know that shit was vaporizing motherfuckers because exactly. I ain't. She ain't never did that shit before. All that was left was that nigga's hat. Like, and she, she and what about the fucking blowing out of the building? I mean, what if them rocks hit some people below? So much collateral damage. I thought we learned our our lessons from Man of Steel. Apparently not. So, uh, so how did you feel about like? Oh, and Superman. Uh, so his fight with Darkseid, it was tight. It was dope. I mean, Steppenwolf. Like, did I say Darkseid? You definitely said. Oh right my bad. Side. Yeah, I meant I meant Steppenwolf. Um, it just felt kind of like out of character, brutal. Yeah, yeah, I was saying that too. It felt a little. It looked a little too brutal. He was. It looked like he was enjoying it a little too much. Yeah, and again, this is my issue. Whenever Zack Snyder writes for Superman, I'm like, or I guess is it's it's not Zack writing, is it? Who's writing? It's Zach Chris Ter- no Zach Chris Terrio and somebody else. Okay, so whoever whoever's is writing that those Superman parts, man, I just I don't like Superman being brutal like that, bro. Even even with like fucking stuff like fucking slicing off his one of his horns or whatever, and like stomping the shit out of his. I don't know. It just ugh. oh, and and when Superman throws his ass back into the portal, and Wonder Woman unnecessarily comes. Oh, like, what? We're not in spoiler territory. Oh, we're not. 
we're not spoil it. Okay, okay. But okay, so you know what she does. I'm like, well, damn, that was mad unnecessary. I mean, again, it was dope to watch, but it was like you didn't need to do all that. He was already out. <laughs> you just you just did that because you wanted to. Yes, yes. Uh, I thought it was just I I don't know. This seemed like this Superman was definitely leaning toward like injustice Superman quite a bit before even Lois Lane's death, which is an injustice, not in this movie, but and 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 did you did you peep that though? Did you peep that that Lois is pregnant? Uh I caught it when I saw a screenshot on Twitter. The so, pregnancy yeah. test yeah. and the uh and then when they were moving back into the farm, they had a little baby carriage. I was I was imagining Superman showing up like baby. I mean, I've been dead for 12 months. Whose baby is that? Yeah, that's probably why Bruce was so nice about you know buying buying the bank to save his to save Clark's mom's house. He felt guilty. That's Bruce's baby. Yo, I mean, I, and, and an original, I think uh one version of this of this script. I think Zach said that Bruce and Lois had gotten together in their grief oh, dealing with Superman. God, see, don't make my joke reality. That was that was that was just a script that didn't okay. come to pass. Okay, uh, no, I'm just hopefully they don't bring that back up. But no, so yeah, um, Lois is apparently pregnant. So if I don't know what they're gonna do, if and I also feel like Lois. I feel like her her role in this movie was unnecessary as well. I feel like that's been Lois Lane the entire time in the DCEU. They barely give uh, Amy Adams anything to do, and she's a really good actress. So it's, she's like, a great actress, but at the same time, I mean, she's a reporter, and so it's like, what what can she really do besides being an investigative journalist, get herself in trouble, and Superman has to get her out? I mean, bro, I was I was rewatching uh, Superman the MA series because they just put it on Max. I'm like. They, she, they had her doing some stuff. She was very entertaining and interesting in the in the cartoon. I'm like, y'all can't translate that to the movie. Well, apparently Zach can't because I don't. I I just I I just feel like she was just there. We were just look. We were just there seeing her deliver coffee, seeing her look up at the sky, seeing her wake up. Like, okay, I feel like these scenes are overindulgent, like extremely overindulgent. Yeah. And then, yeah, okay, this is a spoiler now. You know what? Can, uh, we, can we just say spoilers from here on out? Okay, well, let's just give. Let's just uh, first. Let's just give a full review. Uh, okay. A, ra- a rating. A rating. Rating okay. for the review. For the review. What's your rating for for the movie? I do. Uh. Hmm. Damn, I really gotta think. I have a, one. a very a very enthusiastic. I want to say three point nine out of five. What's that's bordering a, very, a, four. a very, yeah, very enthusiastic. There's certain things that keep me going from the for the full four, but I, I, I really like you know, like you know, certain overuse of slow mo, right? Right, too right, long. Really, most of the stuff in the first half of the movie, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it was a, a, a lot of that, and plus this whole list of like little things that bothered me too that I'm, I'm gonna go over, but yeah, so yeah. Okay, I was you're actually going higher than I was going to go. I gave How, it a really? I gave it, I'm giving it a 3.75 out of five. Okay. I think, I think, I think there was much more potential in this movie for what's, for what could have been a, a better DCEU moving forward, or at least a, a better Zack Snyder verse or whatever for the DC universe moving forward. I feel like if this was the stepping point from the criticism he got from Man of Steel and BVS and he taking it, and working with it, I feel like we were we were going in a, right, a pretty good direction. Mm-hmm. I will so. say this: one of my major complaints about BVS and Man of Steel was both of those movies were mad, like dark and had like a dour tone. This one had definitely more of a more more of a slightly more uh, upbeat, optimistic, and brighter tone. Slightly. Exactly, hopefully. right. So I really yeah. like the change in tone for that. You know, that's I think, and and, and I think that's and it goes back to the line that Bruce said that he was just working on faith for once his character arc was good too bruce's yeah yeah oh shit yeah bruce was bruce's bruce's 
I am just so sad we don't see a fucking bet. Hey, things could change. You never know. You know, I'm saying I'm, if they decided to go with this for the new canon, I wouldn't be upset. I mean, I, not shit. Neither would I. Neither would I. All right. Now we can get into spoiler territory. All right, folks. Um, a dude's giving the movie a 3.9 out of 5. I've given the movie a 3.75 out of 5. Uh, I recommend the movie. It's a, it's. I mean, I also recommend intermission because it's fucking four hours and two minutes, like I, like we've said. But um, definitely better than Zach's previous two uh, DCEU movies. And now, with that being said, we will speak on some spoilers. Yeah. So a lot of exposition scenes. A lot of exposition scenes, man. And it was yeah. kind of, he couldn't avoid it because, I mean, part of that is kind of the fault of the studio because the studio's like, look, we, we, we ain't got time. We're, we we're, want Avengers money right now, is what they were saying. We're falling behind Marvel. Come on, speed it up. So he had to explain a lot of shit, but it, it was kind of out of his control. You know, if he didn't, then nobody would know what the fuck was going on. So, you know, it, it is what it is, but just very exposition, exposition heavy scenes. Um, a lot of scenes that were cool but weren't really needed, man. They really were not needed. They looked great. One thing about Zack Snyder, he's going to give you a good-looking movie. But some they gave you great visuals, yeah, absolutely. But some of them scenes were not necessary. Not you have one in mind? Uh, at least your most unnecessary scene? Uh, honestly, Flash's intro. I don't think you needed that. Uh, oh, with that, yeah. Yeah, like I said previously, Aquaman taking like five minutes to go into the water. You didn't need all that. A lot of lowest scene, which is unfortunate, but I don't think some some of the lowest scenes were totally necessary, like we said earlier. My most unnecessary scene actually did deal with Lois. It was when freaking Martian Manhunter came disguised as Martha. Oh Kent. my fucking god, bruh. Okay, and let me tell you something. That's that was just shoehorned. What with, the fuck? With, with Lois and uh, Martha Ma Kent, I, I was like, this is a really good scene. I really like it. They're, you know, they're acting a little, off of touching, each other right? Well. Yeah, it's very touching. You know, it's super two women in Superman's life. They're really mourning for this dude. All right, this is a very nice scene. And then he fucks it up by having Martha be Martian Manhunter the whole time. I'm like, what? The, I literally said, I was like, what the fuck? What's why? Why would you do that? It was a good scene. You you fucked it up. Why would you do that? And the CGI on Martian Manhunter was <laughs> at best. Hey man, I'm saying I, I thought Supergirl's Martian Manhunter looked a little, eh, but I, I like no, I like the design. I like what they were going for, but it definitely didn't look finished. It didn't. I mean, especially when you got a uh, Steppenwolf in the same movie. Who, when the when the photos first dropped, I was like, eh. but actually seeing the movie, I'm like, you know what? I really like this design. I like it. It's definitely an improvement over the last one. I like it. He still Step- he still looks like a damn chick razor, but <laughs> I, I I like it. Yeah, he's much more intimidating. Um, he, I don't know what they were going for in in the, the Whedon cut, but yeah, I think this was definitely the better of the two designs. Um, and I like that, even though we didn't see it much, that the armor kind of moved in defense of Steppenwolf. Like, it, it was, moved around him to defend him. It was very, like, alien, alien-like. Oh, man, I'm trying to think what... what can I compare it to it? it I, I mean, I guess you could compare uh, it to the extremist armor, from, but also like a mixture between the extremist nanotech and um, I can't think of that thing's name, but the thing from the first Thor movie. I was thinking literally the exact same thing. I think it was called the Destroyer or something. Yeah, maybe. I think that might be it. That's crazy. I was, I was thinking the exact same thing. Man. Um. So I know Zack Snyder loves using slow mo, but unnecessarily, yeah, especially when you have the Flash in your movie, who's obvious obviously going to use slow mo for him. The slow mo for Flash is a lot less effective when you're, you're having everyone move in slow mo. You get what I mean? It takes some mm-hmm. of the specialness out of the scene. Like, imagine if you're watching an X Men movie and the Quicksilver has a scene, but then you also have other people with their slow mo scenes. It's like it, it looks. It's like it's less cool. It seems unnecessary. Yeah. And, and, and another case of, of overuse of the slow-mo. Fucking Victor's football game. He did slow-mo <laughs> at least seven times before the game ended. And then once when Victor was looking up at his mom and he saw his dad wasn't there, he was like, it was, he cut, just 
he had this look of shit smell on his face. If you cut that damn slow-mo down and out, I bet you this movie would be a cool like hour and hour 40. Maybe even two hours 30. This did not need to be four hours, man. I think this movie should have been maybe somewhere a little over the three hour mark. Yeah. If if Avengers Endgame can do it, which again, that had a lot of build up to it. So that's why that was that long. But if Avengers Endgame could be three hours, then a Justice League movie could be a little over three hours. Four hours, again, that was mostly attributed to a lot of the unnecessary shots and scenes and slow-mo, like we pointed out. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. And Darkseid in this movie. He, he, <laughs> they, they definitely didn't use him a lot, but they definitely <sighs> used him enough to make, to make you think he's a president. And hold on. Well, he... His intro, okay, we think, oh, man, this is some badass guy. Gets fucking sliced in five minutes and fucking knocks, knocked the fuck out. Okay, I'm like, oh, all right, that doesn't seem seem right. Fucking dark sides getting chopped down? Really? Yeah, I'm just saying, when you compare it to Thanos' intro, when he, when he actually gets into action. When he's beating first, the Hulk's ass. He beat the shit out of the Hulk. That's the first thing we see him do when he's when he's in action, you know, not just sitting down. I mean, but to his detriment, he definitely killed, like, a lantern and some other people. So yeah. he did take out people, but it just seemed like he got knocked out. Like, Thanos never was knocked out. You know the uh, the explanation. I was exactly Thanos was even beaten. Well, I mean they were they got they came pretty close with uh, the Guardians and Doctor Strange. And well, it took multiple. Pe yeah. yeah, it took yeah. multiple people. Like one yeah. person sliced then uh, Dark Side with an axe on his on his what his collar I guess his, yeah, his so collarbone is like fucking, fucking bleeding out and they I'm like ugh. and now, my question there's an explanation for that. Apparently, mm. so apparently that's because he was not dark side yet, he was uh still Uxus, which is dark side before he actually got his powers and all that shit. But here's the thing: they don't call that nigga Uxus the entire fucking movie. The whole movie he's called Dark Side. So I call oh, that dark explanation side. bullshit. It, 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 if that is indeed what Zack Snyder meant for that to be, say that in the dialogue. Have uh who's telling the story? Uh Steppenwolf, right? Yeah. So have Steppenwolf say some shit like, at that time, he was known as Uxus or some bullshit like that. That's all you gotta do. One line. Ex explained. Okay, cool. No, it was Diana telling that story. Diana? Yeah. Okay, she well, yeah, Diana can position. say that too. She Oh, by the way, another scene that was unnecessary when she uh, when she found that ancient painting of Darkseid or whatever. That didn't need to be in there. But yeah, I digress. Um, Yeah, just have her say, at that time, he was known as Uxus or some bullshit like that. Boom. Easily solved. Honestly, you know what I think? I think first draft, it was Steppenwolf who fucked up. I think that was supposed to be Steppenwolf because keep in mind, in the movie, everyone in Apocalypse is pissed off at Steppenwolf and treating him like he's a bitch. And no, we don't know why. They just hate him. For yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, and that makes sense. Okay, if he lost in the first battle, oh, okay, that's why everybody don't fuck with him because this this lame motherfucker got his ass beat by some fucking Earthlings. He, he, that's why he cares so much to try to like uh, please Darkseid, and he's trying to make it up to him. Right? Makes way more sense if it's Steppenwolf. All they said though was that he betrayed Darkseid. Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking that either one, he didn't do his full research, and they're uh, in terms of who's protecting Earth. And they're like over exaggerating betrayal, mm -hmm. or he tried to overthrow Darkseid with for with the uh, new for the new gods. Try, try to pull a star screen. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. but I think he may have been helping the new gods, and then they turned him away. So I think he's like, damn, I gotta go back to Darkseid. He's he's not fucking with me. I gotta get now. I gotta get fifty thousand worlds just to get back in his favor. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't Darkseid kill you in the first place if you're not in his favor? It seems like Darkseid would have the type of person who wouldn't let anybody betray him live. Yeah. Although, I mean, I, I, he can't even remember that Earth was where he got his at. By the way, how come he didn't remember where Earth was? See? another That's even more evidence where I'm like, I feel like this might have been Steppenwolf in the first draft or some shit. Because it doesn't make sense for him to be there. On, and now he doesn't remember the place that he got his ass beat? What's that about? Uh, who who carved the anti-life... Uh, 
who had the anti-life equation into Earth? Because I I thought Darkseid did, but then it looked like he didn't because he was like surprised by it being there. You know, I'm thinking that it's not it's not there. I'm not thinking. I'm thinking that that was just a premonition that it's on Earth. But I no, think he he found it. Like Steppy found it. Like it was there. No, he, he saw it in a vision. I'm thinking sure? though. I'm thinking. Yeah, remember it was the mother boxes who point who showed him a vision. I know he did smash into the ground and it showed the symbol. I'm yeah. thinking that that might have been just like a notification that hey, the symbol is on Earth. It that just a, is not Earth. That's a that's a push notification. On his Basically, I'm thinking because the way they're pointing at Superman, I'm thinking that the anti-life equation is in the codex that is ingrained in Superman's blood. Really? I think so. I mean, be a weird way to a weird place to take it. I mean, it'd be it'd be new because as far as I know, I don't think they've ever done the anti-life equation being in Superman's blood in the books. Because think about it. No, no one's ever actually like anti-life equation is is like a I don't know. It's something you just I don't know. It's not an actual thing. It's like a power source or something that Mm -hmm. that you just basically use to control people. Yeah. So in theory, it could be, I mean, that, I mean, I know the codex was technically a skull, but it could, it could be somehow ingrained in Superman's DNA. I think I could be wrong. It's just a theory. And, you know, even, even just to like, take it back to Manhunter for a second, like the fact that he was um, the, the, the fucking, the general for Man of Steel this whole time. The general so was he's Swanwick? Basically yeah, yeah, he was there. He'd been there the, this whole time. You couldn't have helped at any moment, man. Like, at any point, like Earth was ending, all that. You couldn't fucking have... aliens were attacking. You know, like he was literally there when Alien Zod uh, was attacking. But I don't know. And you know, it also begs the question, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've been watching this new show called The Resident Alien. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. So this John Jones is taking on the form of General Swanwick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where's the original? That's a good question. Like we know John is a shapeshifter. Like even in um Justice League Unlimited, when he came out of retirement and he was an Asian man, what happened to the original version of that Asian man? That's a good question. Maybe maybe it's a similar thing like in Supergirl, like you know how uh, in Supergirl, like the original person, I guess they met and like I don't I don't remember what happened, but at some point he died and he was like, oh shit. Well, I mean, I guess I could take over your life, you know, whatever. So, or know, maybe something he like that. took his life, meaning he killed him. He didn't. Well, man, superheroes do kill in this universe, so maybe. Uh. But uh, let's see what else. What else? Oh, we gotta talk about the nightmare scene, my man. The uh, nightmare scene. Yeah. Because, oh, because now that you know, Dark Side is clearly he's coming to Earth. He's looking for that. At some, well, he was. We don't know if that's ever gonna see the light of day. But he's coming to Earth, looking for that. Uh, his grand prize or his his prize of the Grand Life Equation. Skip forward a few years, decades. Well, no, a couple of years. The nightmare timeline. Um, so I guess this. I'm guessing the scene that we saw that I know Zach shot recently um, takes place before the scene uh, in BVS. Because no. in BVS, Wait, oh yeah, I think it is because in BVS mm-hmm. when he had that gun, he already had the Joker's card on the gun. Oh, you've been looking at that scene a lot more detailed than me. I didn't even know he had a card on his gun. Yeah, it's it's a thing. Anyway, um, so he's been doing that. So this t- this scene takes place before that. Okay. And you could tell, like, you could tell the difference between Affleck then and Affleck now because Affleck has lost so much weight from quitting drinking. He has lost an exceptional amount of weight. So his face didn't even fit really in the mask. Like it looked like it was kind of loose on him. 
like he looked like he'd been walking in the desert for days. So I guess technically that I guess that tracks makes sense, but I don't think it was he did that for the movie. But that scene, I feel like that's been the best Joker DC Joker Batman interaction we've gotten since since well clearly since the Dark Knight. Not that it's better. See, but, uh, it's a good thing you said since because I was about to go off. <laughs> yeah, but. I mean, it was it was real interesting because it it breaks it kind of breaks down the relationship between Batman and Joker. They one hates they they have this love hate relationship. It's kind of symbiotic in a way, and yet it's toxic. Joker literally says, "You can't kill me. I'm your best friend." So like, Joker's basically future. I mean. I mean, he's. I mean, if he was to Jokashi six nine, I would definitely say he's just <laughs> as toxic as Future. Yo, jo- Joker is the is the future of the of the fucking of Batman's villain gallery. He really is. That nigga is toxic masculinity personified. Joker? Yeah. Look at the way he's toxically. If he's toxically, he, if he's toxically he, masculine, that man is toxic. He's talking about toxic. giving Batman a reach around. I mean, he definitely. <laughs> He's definitely toxic, but I wouldn't say it's like because of his toxic masculinity. I would say he's just toxic as a person. Also, because he might have been, he was dropped into some toxic chemicals. So that's a thing. <laughs> it's wild to me that he was talking shit about how he killed Robin and Batman didn't even smack the shit out of him. I feel, all right, maybe not just going to shoot him then and there, but at least he smack was like, him. Be careful what you Come say on, next. Man. Like no, that's why Joker. That's why Joker knows he can talk greasy to him as much as he can because he, he ain't gonna do nothing. That's why he feels so confident saying that he ain't gonna. And he did nothing to him. He didn't even smack him. That's crazy. I feel like he should have at least like smacked him. He should have roughed him up a little bit. Or I feel like he should have broken a leg. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, the I, one I, thing was... I still don't like though about about Jared Leto's Joker, mm-hmm. I don't like his laugh. <laughs> I'm not I don't gonna like lie. that. It shit. was it was giving me Jim Carrey. The laugh? Well, the, honestly, the whole performance. Hmm. And Jim Carrey definitely would have been a great Joker in the nineties. I don't know why they didn't just like maybe not in the nineties, like two thousands. If they had, oh, he would have been a great Joker. I mean, Period. if they were going for like an Adam West Batman vibe, yeah. No, if they were going for a fucking Batman the animated series vibe, yeah. Oh yeah, even I mean, he even his Riddler performance is basically like fucking 60s joker just with riddles people are definitely saying that jared's performance in this in this three four minute scene is definitely oh hell yeah but -hmm. it's like definitely reminiscent of i don't and i don't really see it that much but reminiscent of batman game in a series joker like hamble joker what the hell i don't see that either (laughs) y'all are wild well I would love to see a Joker writ like a Joker Batman interaction or whatever, like like I did here, but more in a in a solo movie or a limited series with this kind of R-rated dialogue talking about yeah I'm gonna kill you so I'm gonna fucking kill you some way somehow to help you undo this world you created by letting her die. So as usual, I'll be the bigger man. A truce, Bruce. But all you have to do is tear it in half, and I'm happy to discuss with you in any way like why you sent a boy wonder <laughs> to do a man's job. Because when I held Harley Quinn and she was bleeding and dying, she begged me that when I killed you and make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. That I do it slow. You know, you know, I'm not gonna lie. People love that line. I kind of rolled my eyes. With joke, with Batman, with Batman Joker? yeah, yeah, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit. It's like you're not gonna do anything because you you didn't even smack this nigga. Like you're not gonna kill him. Stop it. Okay, well, I mean, he, oh uh, well, I mean, he did promise Harley, but at the same time, <laughs> why not promise good. him? Why not promise Dick on his grave? You know, you promise Superman Thank on his you. grave. Thank you, you promised Superman on his grave after after knowing him for less than a few weeks, maybe Hello. a couple days. You promised, yeah, I'll get this team together. But yet, your adoptive son, you just let die and don't 
don't you avenge so him. Thank <laughs> like, you so much. You don't exactly. avenge him? Why? Didn't even Why see not? It. Unbelievable. Make no sense to me. Maybe he was just too he was just too caught in grief to really consider it. Oh, too caught, man. You don't get the fuck out of my see. That's why fucking uh, uh Jason and I guess we're just. I mean, it's probably Jason. I can't imagine they killed Dick Grayson. So no, they said why... it was Dick. Zach said it was what? Dick, yeah, he said it was Dick. Are you fucking kidding me? No, he said it was Dick. He killed Dick Grayson. So first you killed Jimmy Olsen. Now you want right. to kill Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson is, on, what is much more unnecessary man. character than than Jimmy. You want you want to revert? You mean, do you mean the reverse of that? No. You, you said, Dick you said Grayson Dick is useless. no. He is much more of a, a useful character. There you go. Or no, he's much more of a necessary character. There you go. To the superhero story than Jimmy Olsen is to the superhero story. Because Dick Grayson is a superhero. He's he starts off as a sidekick. Jimmy Olsen is just some guy who presses a button when he needs help. He is a photographer. Oh wow, what does that mean? He takes pictures for the daily. Oh wow. He, he takes pictures. Yeah. Great. That He's means Superman's what? best pal. Come on, man. You, know, you hear you're yourself not, talking about some best not, pal? This yeah. ain't no damn 1960s you know cartoon. We, we, we went over this already. All right. And I'm tired of you disrespecting Jimmy Olsen like this. I'm tired of you prioritizing his importance. Unbelievable. Tell me, what has Jimmy Olsen really done? He's done a lot of stuff. That yeah, I go ahead. Tell, tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're full moment, of shit. You're, you're full me of it. On the you're spot. Full, yeah. No, oh, yeah. You're full of shit. I'm sure. He, I could. I could think of multiple things Dick he's Grayson has done, done. A lot of things for for ginger representation. Oh, and, now we're going to the representation and, route. And, you're full and, of shit. And, and, anyway, anyway, anyway. Back to the fucking nightmare scene because you're just you're reaching. You're fucking reaching. Anyway. And I just think that I would really love to see um, more dialogue like that between Batman and Joker in live action form, like written with no restrictions. And um, I really liked, I guess it was kind of the end scene with that movie where Lex Luthor basically, and this is what pisses me off, right? Lex Luthor is basically kind of the, the scene we got at the end of Justice League with Lex Luthor on his yacht. Deathstroke comes up. But it's different because instead of talking about forming a league of their own, which would be, I guess, the Injustice League, um, Lex is talking about hi or hiring Deathstroke to kill Batman. Deathstroke saying he'll do it for free because it's personal. And then Lex is like, you know what will make it even easier for you? I know his name. It's fucking Bruce Wayne. And then that would have set up the freaking the Batman solo movie. Mm -hmm. And that shit pisses me off so bad because one, I definitely cannot wait to see um, the Batman with um, Robert Pattinson. But two, I fucking love Ben Affleck as Batman. Like I've really come to love the idea of Ben Affleck's Batman because he's grizzled. He has a history which means with history comes multiple characters, not just just starting out or just a year or two in where you have to build that shit up. That means we can pull from this, this angle, this angle, this angle, and it's already established. Just a little exp exposition is needed probably, very little. I'm I would have loved to have seen that because think about it. People have been campaigning for years to have a bad family movie, right? Yep. How the hell can we have a bad family movie with a Batman who's 30, we want Jason, Dick, Tim, Damien, Barbara. It doesn't make sense. Huntress, like he, Batman in theory would have to be late 40s, maybe mid to early 50s at, at most, at least for that to make sense. And Ben Affleck is right up that he's in that age bracket and therefore it makes sense for that to happen. And also he's been the most brutal and um, that we've seen has had the most um, the best fight scene with that warehouse scene. I I, I mean I can't say better things you, uh, about that warehouse scene. You talking about in uh, BVS? And yeah, in BVS when he was first introduced, of course. 
Uh, and yeah, you know, an interesting thing about this Batman is, especially in this movie, this is the most he's ever, like, outside of maybe, like, the Super Friends or something, this is the most uh, pro-teamwork Batman I think there's been in a minute. Because Batman, you know, even when he, even in, like, the Justice League cartoonish, he's like, I mean, I guess I'll work with y'all, but he's, he's know, like, I'm a part-timer. And, you know, yeah, you know, but here, he's like, he's really like, yeah, we're, we're a team, all together, guys, you know, so I, I thought that was pretty interesting direction to take the character. Yeah, and I and again, Ben Affleck has done no wrong since being Batman. I mean, of course, as Batman, yeah, we've had we have issues with him killing, of course, but that's not him as Batman. That's the writing, that's the directing. So that's nothing against Ben Affleck. And I mean, according to some rumors that I'm not I'm not a hundred percent reliable, but Ben Affleck is so happy with um the Snyder cut and his performance and how it's doing and his performance in it he's like he's considering being Batman even after um his appearance in the Flash and I would love to see that because I I've really grown to like his his uh his Batman and, and he I feel like he's the most charismatic Bruce Wayne if I'm being honest well George Clooney was pretty damn charismatic okay fair point but he was Bruce Wayne dressed up as Batman. He wasn't Batman just. Nigga, he was George Clooney dressed up as Batman. <laughs> let's let's keep it a buck. Yeah. So he was just himself. But in terms of fucking playing up the Bruce Wayne role, I think Ben Affleck has he's got he's got the fucking money. He's he's right. got the the hot ticket. And um, it just it fucking pains me to that that scene. Although has better context and it makes much more sense why Deathstroke was included, brought out of nowhere. He's brought out of nowhere because, you know, he was going to be the villain of the of the Batman. But um, again, it makes me upset because there's no definitive plans as to if that'll happen anytime soon, and Ben Affleck isn't getting any younger. Yeah. Although you know, you never know. Things could always change. But hey, um, fucking Keanu Reeves, fucking John Wick at. 56 57 years old so although you know it's kind of funny as much as we're praising batman homie was useless in then that final battle huh that i was i was yeah i was looking i was like be like i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> i was looking and i was seeing scenes where the team would be fighting like let's say superman for example mm-hmm. or um i guess steppenwolf Bruce Wayne, Batman coming out to cut, hiding behind a car. Oh, hey guys, yeah, I just, I, you know, I can't fly. So you guys took care of most of it. I was just here just to help the one cop. I'm like, saying, bro. Like, even in in like the, I, because I, I watched a couple episodes of the the Justice League cartoon too in preparation for the Snyder cut. Like, you know, they had Batman doing some shit in the cartoon. <laughs> he had shit to do here. Barely did anything. Superman had to fucking pick his ass up. From uh, from falling down a cliff and shit. Yeah, and that was funny as shit too. I was like, so all y'all are just at the top. This man is slowly climbing up, and y'all didn't. Think, let me just let me just go back down and get his old ass. I'm I'm, I'm coming. Just give me a minute. You know, I'll be right with you. And you know, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, that that uh, epilogue setting up the Batman because it seems like Flash's scene kind of set up the the Flashpoint pl- uh, uh, plot of the Flash movie. Because yeah. Now, from his dialogue, he hints that he might have like accidentally time traveled before. Is that what I'm supposed to gather from some of his dialogue? I mean, I don't he know. He, a, de- he has a one the one rule. Yeah, but there has to be a reason why he has that one rule. Yeah, so he must have I like just... accidentally time traveled before. Yeah, or so, maybe but now he does. He's doing it on purpose, kind of. Or maybe like, he's just yeah. following the Avengers road book and just taking everything from Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, let me not fuck this up to Back to the Future set, not to do that. Oh yeah, that's it, that's it. Yeah, but yeah, so it seems like okay, so everything you know, because they fucked up, but then you know, Flash was able to you know turn back time and redo it. So that right there even sets a uh, flashpoint. Yeah, and what's also interesting to me, well, not interesting, but a scene that I, I'm curious as to why they didn't flesh it out was. Um, Barry, when they first discovered when Lex, they get that Lex footage of Barry, 
why does this man have a full-on like beard mustache ponytail like who is oh, this man homie was looking rough i don't i have to imagine and, that and they, i was they thinking just, they grabbed uh uh oh my god uh, ezra yeah they grabbed ezra and was like hey come film this scene real quick bro and he was like uh, and they were like okay I'm, I'm almost certain that's what happened i'm thinking yo know, well probably but i'm thinking the context of that would be he just woke up from his coma after the speed force thing after waking up from the, the little getting his powers because i want to see how this barry got his powers if he's not yet uh, a criminologist if he's not yet a, cr- a crime scene uh scientist oh and shout out to bruce for getting him that job at least some superhero he billionaire he, he didn't say that he got him that job oh, he didn't no I thought he did I he, he got on his own oh okay never mind then but yeah okay so um well well well, well i might be wrong because i know it definitely was to gotham city wasn't it no central city police it, it ha- i doubt he's moving all the way to gotham city so now it'd have to be in central city but um but yeah uh and i and i think we said you know pre- before I, lo- I really like the way his speed was like shown in the movie it was almost like snapshots in yeah, a way, it, right yeah right it was i uh only thing only gripe i really have is he runs so weird he runs oh like somebody God. that's about yeah. to fall forward yeah it's like he's running in water or some shit yeah he runs like someone that's about to fall forward and they're trying to catch themselves like brace themselves to like, fall forward fling he's like flinging his arms forward back and forth yeah i'm what is that what I, type I of running is that do not know this man needs to go to the tom cruise school of movie running mm-hmm even even goddamn uh Jane Smith was had a better running stance in uh, uh after earth. Oh, okay. and he had his arms don't, at like a, a 90 degree angle. <laughs> don't bring that shit up to me. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, the nightmare scene I thought was really cool. Um, I also think that it would have been much cooler to have Orm instead of Mira, but again, uh I guess because Mira was in the Snyder Cut earlier in the movie, it makes sense. Hey, but. question. Did Willem Dafoe and Aquaman have beef in the Aquaman movie? Uh, no. Okay, because they was they was talking to each other kind of spicy here. Yeah, because fucking Arthur abandoned his mother's trident and he wasn't trying to be king. He's like, bro, I promised your mom that I would help you uh, learn the ways of our people so you can become the rightful king. And you're fucking bullshitting around. We've fucking got mother boxes coming online and shit. Can you please help us out? I understand that, that where that emotion was coming from in the dialogue, so I'm not concerned that... I don't think it was any beef. I think more so it was just frustration on um, from uh, Willem Dafoe's Volko to... Arthur about him not taking his responsibilities seriously. Okay. Okay. Uh now here here's here's a big question. Here's a big one. Okay. How'd you feel about the four three ratio? Uh I mean I didn't I didn't hate it. I it, it didn't really bother me because I, I mostly just focused. I mean I know this movie is supposed to be like seen in IMAX, so I'm guessing so Zach kept it in that ratio for that, but I mean I would have preferred uh, it to be widescreen, but it's okay. I've seen a, I've seen an IMAX movie before. Funny enough, I think it was like Transformers Three or some shit, which I do not recommend. But uh, I I don't remember it being four three for that. And he said like part of the reason why he wanted to be, be in four three was like, well, because like superheroes are like vertical and usually like tall, so I don't. I, he thought that ratio emphasized it more i don't know it was a weird reason i'm not gonna lie it, it it bugged me it didn't it didn't bother me enough that it affected my rating or how i feel about the movie but it's like i just felt like the whole time i'm like bro this would look so better so much better in widescreen at least in my opinion yeah um it definitely would have been what I, I i think it would have been great to have given us the option of widescreen or yeah or, or, or at or least that, that. yeah but it is what it is. Uh, overall, the, you still got to see the whole movie. It just wasn't in the correct ratio for the television. But other than that, I I mean, I enjoy the movie. We both gave it um, scores, recommended people watching it. So definitely, not... if you're if you're a fan of uh, DC Comics, I would definitely say at least check it out. 
I would say this is the most DC Comics movie that DC Comics has ever made. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, how even I like it. So I mean, shit. Yeah. You know what a fuck. You know how hard it is. How hard it is for a dude to say those words. It's not hard. I'm just look. Zack Snyder seems like a really good guy, and he's clearly talented when it comes to directing. It's just some of his like certain choices and certain like tropes he uses and certain like slow-mo and stuff like that and i'm like all right come on man you you, you could you need to get and you know i and to be honest though to before we close um i think the writing in this movie was a lot better yeah and even even I, some of the some of the little the little see even this movie even had like little jokes like wow actual jokes oh my god superman is smiling you know i'm attributing that i'm attributing that to um chris terrio Mm. who who although he did he is attributed as a writer on bvs he didn't come in on bvs till the very end mm. so his his footprint's not really on that movie that much but you could tell like he he and zach really collaborated on this movie and i think and chris terrio he wrote argo with ben affleck mm. okay so, he's so before. right so so i definitely got the sense that this was a, a better writer and the writing felt cohesive it felt it had emotion and it made sense although it was super long and four hours of a movie i enjoyed the writing and i think i hope that what happened with whedon and justice league doesn't throw chris terrio off from writing more superhero movies because i would be curious to see what else he would write next Mm. i wonder if i wonder do you know who wrote that cell phone scene from the the whedon movie what cell phone scene? The one in the very beginning, the one that I was like, that's that's probably my favorite scene in the entire DCEU. It's just some kids talking to Superman. Oh yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, Superman. That what's was your that was Whedon. That was that was Whedon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I part of me kind of wish they kept that in because I just I really really like that scene. I they, they, cool. they definitely couldn't because you could tell it was the CGI mustache. Yeah. Thing. I don't. Oh, well, you know, fix it up a little bit. But um, but yeah. Oh, and also. I'm just so tired of seeing angry, evil Superman with glowy red eyes. They they did that shit once in the trailer for uh, the DC Universe online game, and they've been reusing that shit ever since, over and over. I'm just tired. People of like seeing to see a badass. I don't Superman. like. I don't like seeing that, man. I don't like seeing angry, evil Superman with glowy red eyes. Or like, well, I guess I guess on, we're man. in the minority, man. People like that. People like to see Why? the Superman take uh take uh. Take a hike, take a walk, and let loose. Look, and by the way, we need to talk about Superman and Lois when the when the when the season finishes out. But I mean, look at Superman and Superman and Lois. See, you know, he's he's a he's dorky. He's like, oh, you know, I'm Superman. That's how Superman should be. He's you know, he's the good guy. You know, Superman. Hey, you know, like that guy, not the fucking red eyes, girl, injustice, blahs, whatever. But yeah, that's just a personal. I think there, there's. I mean, I hear you. And I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I think there's multiple, there's room for multiple interpretations. Yeah, you're right. There is, there, there is room for multiple interpretations. I'm, I'm just not particular to that specific interpretation. Right, but right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think uh, if you, do you have any uh, final, final comments, or is that, uh, is that it? I mean, only final comment I can say is, um, congratulations to Zack Snyder on this movie. Um, what a labor of love. I know it, it it really came out of tragedy that you weren't able to finish it. Um, but I'm glad that with time, fan support and petitioning that this movie got made. And I think it definitely showed that there was that the room for potential grew exponentially with your cut, with your vision. And I'm hoping that moving forward that there may be uh, glimpses into maybe further Ben Affleck uh, Batman projects or maybe I heard that there's even rumors of um, there, uh, remember a while back they were going to do that Joker and Harley movie and they kind of stopped doing that and then they did Birds of Prey mm-hmm. I hope there's rumors that they, they're reconsidering doing that again so I'm down and I, I mean the, the Snyderverse I think went up a few pegs with this movie any thoughts from you uh yeah i again i i I like this movie seemingly even a little more than you did um 
So, all right, I'm gonna I'm give you this one, Snyder fans. I'm, I'm gonna give you this one. This is this was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I think I would like it a lot more if, like I said, that beginning was cut down a bit more. But I, I really enjoyed it, man. And I, I really hope this isn't one of those things where, like, I really like a movie the first time I watched it. And then it ages think, over time, and you don't. Yeah, because like that. that happened to me with BVS, and it happened to me with Suicide Squad. And it happened to me with Wonder Woman 84. So I'm hoping this isn't one of those situations. But for now, I, I really enjoyed it, man. Um, I recommend it. it. It was good. Watching in parts, though. That that four hours is no joke. Watching in parts, take intermission. It's, it's broken up into six chapters. So it's definitely, uh, it's definitely uh, you can pause in, any, in between any of those chapters. Oh, also, um, hi, Ryan Choi. <laughs> Randomly oh. being here. We yeah, hi, the Adam. Hey, what's up, second generation <laughs> yeah, Adam? That's, that's uh, uh, you know, hey, I don't know if they're ever going to follow up on that, but, you know, uh, all right. And um, so that's the show. All right, folks. Like I do say, that is the show. Um, you know where to find us. And if you don't, we're on Spotify, Apple, Mew, no, Every Apple Podcast. Damn it. I'm sorry. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google us. If you Google us words from blurs spelled how it sounds you'll likely find us on one of those platforms if not another platform make sure you like comment subscribe share us with the world you know we're going for thousands of subscribers okay and we appreciate your help and we appreciate your support as we move forward into words from blurs year four Yes, don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well. Streams from Blurds. Uh, also spelled how it sounds. And I believe that's it. That's it. That's the show. All right. We're out. Black Lives Matter. Always, always will. Peace.